Welcome back to How It's Going So Far, hosted by David Weinstein, a podcast for literally anybody. So go ahead and go tell your grandma about this podcast. Don't worry, I'll wait for you. Okay, no, that's not what this podcast is about. Anyway, uh, hello again. Welcome. My name is David Shire, and this is episode two of How It's Going So Far. Today, we're going to be talking about hiking. But before we do that, uh, because this episode was supposed to come out on Halloween, but because of the fact that I forgot to uh, edit the video, and then I pushed that off, and then my computer restarted, and then I realized I forgot to save the video, I uh, I completely missed Halloween. I was going to totally release this episode yesterday on Sunday, but then, uh, yeah, I, I saw, turned on my computer, audio files were gone, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to re-record this and do it anyway. It's okay, though, that first recording was super terrible. Think like um, Star Wars holiday special really bad and awful. Uh, I just felt like I sounded robotic. I wasn't really into the idea of doing a podcast that day, but now I'm back, baby, and I'm ready to go, and I got jokes for days and stuff like that, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm riffing, I guess, is that's what they call it? They, uh, yeah, I'm riffing, riffing. All right, so I guess we'll still follow the outline of the episode just because uh, there are some things I want to recommend to people if uh, they're still in the spooky mood and uh, want to live in regret and or not live in regret, live in the past and still think that Halloween's still coming. And so we'll start off with some of my favorite Halloween and some of my favorite spooky movies uh, that I've watched of all time. And here are kind of like the list of the five that I would recommend. And they're kind of based off of different categories, but whatever. So number one, uh, for children's Halloween films, I said uh, Paranorman. I think Paranorman's a great film. It's about a kid who could see uh, dead ghosts and he ends up getting involved in this witch's curse in his town. And his town's basically like a Halloween center almost. Like it never explicitly says it takes place in Halloween, but you kind of get the general setting that it takes place around Halloween. And plus the town is just so into this witch's curse that it's really interesting. Uh, It's really about the fear... The whole theme of the movie is really about fear and the fear of unknown and how to conquer fear. And I just think it's a really touching film and something that I would rec- highly recommend to anybody, who, especially if you really like uh, stop motion animation and you want to watch an actual uh, stop a- motion animated uh, film that is about Halloween. Yeah, that's right. Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Halloween film. It has Christmas in the title. It's about Christmas, and I will fight that till my dying breath. But anyway, if you want to watch a stop-motion uh, film that's actually uh, kind of Halloween-centered, I would highly recommend Paranorman. Uh, second uh, favorite Halloween-type TV show that you should watch if you haven't watched already. It was super big a couple of years ago, but Haunting of Hill House. There's still some scenes in Haunting of Hill House that I think about on a daily basis. Uh, some shots and some episodes that I think are just magnificent when it comes to composition, when it comes to directing. And so the basic plot of Haunting the Hill House is it's about a family. They live in Hill House. It's it's haunted. <laughs> That's kind of, it's in the name of the title. And it's kind of really, it's about family trauma and how this family kind of deals with this past trauma. Um, and that's what I think all good scary movies are do is that they tackle heavier themes, but they use kind of these supernatural elements to tackle it. And I think that Haunting on Hill House is one of the best examples of a TV show to do that. Um, Next up, if we're talking about like horror franchises and things that are just kind of fun to watch on Halloween, let's say you don't want to take your Halloween too seriously. I got two movie recommendations, two franchise recommendations, uh, the Aliens films and the Evil Dead. Now, what I love about these two films series in particular is I love it when a protagonist like actually fights back against the monster. Uh, Alien Aliens is one of my favorite movies. It's the movie that me and my dad 
uh, have probably seen together the most. It's just really fun seeing Ripley and like a squad of dumb meatheads go up against the Xenomorphs. I just I, I have such a good time while watching that. And then also same same true with Evil Dead. I mean, you get the dumbest meathead in uh, all of movie history, Ash Williams. Uh, you get a great performance by Bruce Campbell. Also, I'm a really big fan of Sam Raimi. I loved his Spider-Man films when I was a kid growing up. So uh, watching him do his first directorial debut in the Evil Dead films and seeing how that actually translated to some of the Spider-Man films is just really fun. And they're, you can't, they're really old. You don't take it too seriously. Uh, if you get really scared on things, you can watch it with the light on. But even like the Evil Dead, I would say, is more funny than it is actually scary, and especially the latter two movies. So they're just a good, fun time just to put on... Uh, during the Halloween season. And then finally, last movie I'm going to recommend, if you're just kind of looking for a basic slasher flick, but you want something a little bit smarter, uh, I would recommend Scream. Scream is really fun. It's a really meta film. Uh, I watched it yesterday, actually, on Halloween uh, with my roommate. And uh, he's he was like a you know born-again Christian, like never seen any films. And that's what's been so great about living with him is that I, I get to watch... I get to vicariously live through him as I like re-experience these films. And it's been a while since I've watched Scream. And so, but it's very funny film. It's a very, you know, it's very dark humor, you know, because, you know, teenagers are dying and getting killed. But it has a lot of really, uh, really big names in it, too. Uh, some people I wasn't expecting. Like the Fonz plays the high school principal. Um, if you don't know him, he's Harry Winkler. He's recently been on a TV show called Barry, which is also very good. And then we also get um, we also get Monica, and whose name right now escapes me from Friends. She was she actually played the school reporter. In case you forgot that, but yeah, Scream definitely a good time. And those would be my top five Halloween films that you could you should watch probably next Halloween because Halloween's already over, and because I missed that boat. Whoops. <laughs> All right. Well. Anyway, today we're going to be talking a little bit about hiking and kind of my experience with hiking. I'm going to tell you basically a story. The way I see this podcast right now is it's basically me having a conversation with whoever you are. I don't know who you are, but I like you enough. And so <laughs> and so we're kind of exchanging stories, except for the fact that you can't exchange a story with me, but I'll exchange all my stories with you. So it's a very one-sided relationship. I don't know if it's going to work out, but you know, I'm excited to see where it goes from here on out. And so today we're, I'm going to be talking about hiking and kind of my experience with hiking. This feels like a very first date topic because right now on like social media and especially dating apps, it feels like every single person has a hiking photo and and or they have like a photo of them standing in front of like a green wall. I don't know where, like with a bunch of leaves on it. Like, you know, the photo when you see it, but like, it seems like everybody has like the same green wall background and I'm not quite sure where everybody's getting this photo. And I wish I knew because, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a 25 year old. I, I, I need more dating profile pictures, but whatever. Needless to say, it seems that hiking has really grown in popularity in the last couple of years. And I even did some research on the podcast, which I know, very surprising on me. I never claim to be an expert on this podcast, right? So so when I say I did some research, it means I did light Wikipedia work and I watched a couple of YouTube videos about a certain subject. And this is kind of what I did for this episode was I watched some light videos and then I didn't look on Wikipedia. I looked for news articles that may or may not be true and may be sourced. I don't know. But basically how hiking kind of started as a phenomenon is, well, I mean, if you really think about it, hiking has been with humans for most of our lives, right? Everybody's born with two feet except for, you know, people who aren't, which, uh, 
Okay, not gonna go there with that. Anyway, so so people. Uh, so anyway, point is is that you you know walking is a pretty essential thing that people need to do to get from place to place, and it's something that a lot of people have to do in order to get place to place, right? So so walking's always been a thing, right? Uh, you think about like old school games that we played as kids, like the Oregon Trail. You know that hi- that walking and hiking in the wilderness has just been a thing that's been around for quite some time. But in the 1920s, it was actually, or not 1920s, like 1900s. There you go. If I keep it very general, then my research looks so much better, right? So <laughs> I'm going to say around the 1900s, a lot of states wanted to wanted to make hiking into a thing, right? They wanted to make fetch happen, all right? And so what they did was they they promoted like these different trails and said, hey, look, come experience nature and come experience adventure. And we still see a lot of states doing this today. Specifically, Utah is known to have a lot of, um, a lot of really big travel, uh, travel advertisements for their state. They say they have one of the most adventurous and most outdoorsy states in the world. And, you know, they don't solely rely on Mormons to visit their state. And so and so hiking has has really grown in popularity over the last couple of years. In 2016, from 2016 to 2020, uh, it's estimated that three million people have started hiking in that time span. And a lot of it does have to do with social media and the fact that people want to post those pictures of them up on a mountain, of them experiencing uh, experiencing nature and kind of the fear of missing out too. So people will see those photos of their friends on top of a mountain and they'll be like, hey, like I feel like I'm missing out on something. And so they'll go do that as well, right? It's kind of human nature kind of thing, all right? So me, I was never really into hiking. I never really thought to myself, hey, you know, you know, it sounds like a lot of fun going outside and being cold for a couple hours and also and also just being really tired and sweaty. That sounds like a great time. No, that was never really me. And especially like as a high schooler growing up. And it wasn't until I was about 20 years old that I went on my first hike. So I would say it was about uh, five years ago. And who I went with was I went with a big group of friends and we and I learned a couple of different things on that hike. Number one being that I would never do a sunrise hike the same way I did it that day uh, because of the fact that it was it was during the summer and in the summer, the sun does this weird thing where it actually rises like way earlier in the day. And so in order for you to do a proper sunrise hike, which a hike takes about two hours, you have to like leave you have to like get at the mountain by like 5 a.m. and then you have to hike all the way up and then hope that you still like get, catch the sun rising, right? And so me and my friends were like, well, I mean, if we're going to wake up in like five hours anyway, I might as well stay up the entire night. So we went to a sh- local Sherry's, which uh, was open 24 hours. We ate some pie and we just stayed up the entire night. And it was really fun until we did the hike and until we experienced uh, the fatigue that we already had from the previous day. And we also had to climb the mountain. So that was not great. And more on that a little bit later. Uh, the other second thing I learned is that the view really does stay with you, which is kind of weird, right? Like you do all this complaining, you trek up this mountain, it sucks, you hate it, your legs are cramping up, it's all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I would say it was a worthwhile experience because of the fact that, like just for the view alone, I still remember the way that how like foggy it was, I still... I still feel like I remember 
uh, seeing like all the cars and the cities. I still remember that beautiful sunrise and I still remember uh, just feeling so accomplished when I got up to the, the top there. Uh, the, the hike that we did was on top of, uh, of a place where para- paragliders would jump off of. And I still remember kind of the whole like the whole weird grass area. I don't know how to describe it. It kind of looks like a uh, on a golf course when some where you like tee off. It kind of looks like that, except instead of golf balls like flying out into the valley, it's people with like little uh, little like it's little kite men just like floating out. But uh, yeah, that's that's how I would describe it. And I still remember that to this day, even though I'd never really even though I haven't really been there uh, since. And I haven't like looked up any photos or anything. I still just remember how everything looked, right? So the views really stays with you. And then uh, it also, also just during the hike, it gave me a lot of opportunities to get really close to uh, people I hadn't been close to before. Uh, one of the person, one person I can think of off the top of my head that I talked to a lot during the hike was this girl, Kareen, who's like my best friend's sister. You know, she was kind of nice, but she was like younger than me. Never really had like the opportunity to talk to her. And then we both were really bad at hiking because me, because I never really thought of physical activity outdoors would be a good idea. And her, because kind of the same thing, right? (laughs) So, so we were both lagging behind and it just kind of gave me the opportunity to talk to her a little bit more. We got to connect on that level and we're still pretty good friends to this day, you know? And so... And so, again, moving on, though, like, I I just remember being so, so tired after that hike. And one of the things that we did after the hike was I wanted to go home and go to bed, like, right away. But none of my friends wanted to do that. Instead, uh, one of my friends suggested that we actually go eat out at at a... at a breakfast place. And I remember that that was the most miserable eggs I've ever eaten in my entire life. I was so tired. Uh, my friend, uh, my roommate ended up leaving early because he had work that day, which why on earth did he do that to himself? And he ended up getting actually in a car accident where he he lightly tapped the bumper of uh, of a older peop- uh, older pe- oh, two older ladies' vehicles and he like tapped it. And he didn't. Uh, he didn't have to pay anything. He didn't get hurt. They didn't get hurt. Uh, and it was. It was just kind of like this minor accident. But it definitely. It definitely taught me that if I was to do something like this again, that I would get better rest and I prepare a little bit better for this. So, at least you know, ideally, right? <laughs> because my second hike that I ever went on, uh, I did not prepare for it, and I was not fully mentally able to complete the hike. All right, so. My second hike, I remember, was, came a couple of years later, and it was it was due to a camping trip that me and the boys wanted to take, right? Me and the perennial boys, right? It was uh, my friend, me, uh, my roommate, Corey, Luke, and Chad, uh, Corey's brother. And I really like camping. Uh, I know it's kind of weird saying that when I'm like, oh, yeah, I hate the outdoors. I hate hiking. But I do like camping. I have a lot of really good memories of my dad taking me and my brother out camping, Uh and just kind of experiencing nature in that way. I think it's fun to like, you know, make hot dogs or like make mar- uh, s'mores. There's just something really cool about it. And I remember uh, back way back when I was a kid, uh, I used to go to this Jewish camp and we would always, even though like most of the camping in that camp was in this nicely, this nicely, um, I don't know. Like it's a, I would almost say it's like a mini apartment where like a little like a little cabin where we had our own shower and stuff like that and we weren't really like yeah, you know, we weren't suffering at all or anything like that. 
there is one night where you go go on a little hike and you go up the mountain. And I remember experiencing seeing the stars for the first time without anything, uh, without any natural light like clogging up the air and just remember seeing the Milky Way and just remembering it being so incredibly beautiful. And so I do have a good relationship with uh, with just camping in general, but hiking, no, not so much. And part of the requirement of going on this camping trip was that we were going to do a hike the very next day. And it was a miserable hike. It was uh, this place called Lake Cassius and it was like some off-beaten path, not very, not very well-traveled. And I remember we got to this meadow area and at the time I was working or I, well, I still currently work as a freelance web designer. And at the time I had a contract with a client where I would work on their website strictly for 10 hours a day. Now, some days it was easier than others. There's like some things that I knew how to do, but then other days it was a lot of studying. It was a lot of learning how to do specific things. It was a lot of on the fly work and they were paying for it. They totally understood that. But there's like sometimes where it felt like it felt like there's a lot expected of me that I didn't know how to do. And it's just kind of a really tough situation to be in. And so I remember during the middle of the hike, I got a call and we were in the middle of nowhere. So I was not expecting this call. Uh, if you're wondering, <laughs> I do have Verizon as my uh, wireless service. So if you're ever lost in the woods or you're ever planning on getting lost in the woods, I don't know why you'd plan to get lost in the woods. I wouldn't recommend that. But if you ever do, uh, make sure you have Verizon as your uh, cell carrier because apparently they have reception everywhere. And so I got a phone call from them. Apparently, I had misspelled a word on the on the homepage of their website and they got really mad about that. Like they were really upset. And so I just, I remember at that point, my legs were already tired. I already felt like I was like struggling to get up this mountain. And when that happened, I remember, I remember just kind of shutting down. Like I couldn't do it anymore. And I was, I was done. And so, and so I just stopped and I sat on that meadow and one of uh, my friend, Chad, he stood, he stood by me for a bit. He was like making sure that I was okay, that I rehydrated. But then I just kind of told him like, look, if you want to go see the top, uh, that's fine. You know, like I didn't, uh, like they told me that there was this like airport beacon on the top. I wasn't quite sure like how to imagine it. And I, ne- and I never went back to look at photos of that. Like they took some photos that I kind of remember, but I never like looked it, like looked it up online after that. Cause I, you know, I didn't, I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up the mountain. So I was just stood there and, uh, sitting on the, sitting on the meadow in the meadow area. It was still a really nice view. You could still see like the other mountains around the place. And I just kind of reflected, you know, I started thinking about my work. I started thinking about life and like what I was doing with my life because, you know, at that point I didn't have a girlfriend like I currently don't have now. (laughs) And so uh, I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't really feel like I had a future, and it just kind of felt like I was stuck, like on that, like not only on that mountain, just but kind of in life in general. And so, and so, yeah. So I went back down. It was it was good. It was good, and I I just thought to myself that I'm probably never going to go hiking again. So fast forward a couple of years to about the present. Uh, we called it the present, but really it was like a m- couple of months ago, and uh, I got a girlfriend. Uh, she's really nice. Uh, just things kind of didn't work out uh, for multiple different reasons, but we ended up leaving on good terms. But now I got, I kind of got used to the idea of traveling. I got used to the idea of doing stuff on my Saturdays or my days off. That was kind of exciting. Like before, like when you don't have a girlfriend, it's very easy to get into this routine where you get into like the Saturday and you have a long, busy work work week. You get to Saturday and you're like. 
uh, my plan is to do absolutely nothing. And it is so easy to fall into that. I fell in that, into that last Saturday because I'm not a perfect human being. And so I was kind of getting used to that. But because of my girlfriend, I, I started getting like, I would start getting antsy on Saturdays being like, what am I doing? Like, I gotta go out and do something. I gotta go eat at a restaurant or something. And so, um, and so I looked into, you know, doing self-improvement, you know, total cliche, right? You break up with a girl and the first thing you do is you <laughs> renew your gym membership. But that's pretty much what I did. Uh, and I started working out a little bit more. I started reconnecting with an old friend of mine. Uh, her name was Janice. Uh, just friends, by the way. Not, nothing's going to happen between us. I'm not sure why I'm telling you that. I feel like I say female name and then you might assume that like we might be romantically connected and that is not true person the friend that is listening to this podcast we're just friends but anyway so i started reconnecting with her and then she was like oh yeah and she was the friend that actually set up the original hike um in the beginning of the story it was to tiger mountain or and she was the one that like really suggested to go to the uh to the breakfast place afterwards because that's just kind of who she is. She wants to like keep adventuring and keep that adrenaline going. And so she was like, oh yeah, you know, like if you want to get back into it or whatever, you can start running, uh, which I have started doing, or, you know, you can start hiking and experience nature. And so, yeah, I just bought some hiking boots and I was like, maybe this was part of the problem too. Cause it's like my last two hikes. I went on like tennis shoes and I, you know, started hike, uh, went on a little hike to Rattlesnake Ridge, but that's not really what this story's about. Because Rattlesnake Ridge, if you know it, if you live in Washington, you know that that's not a very difficult hike. Uh, what this story's about is about my second attempt of going up Lake Cassius. And during the second attempt, I remember, because this was a few weeks ago, I, I had to tell people, I had to tell people that I was going on a hike because I knew if I told people I was going on a hike, I would do it no matter what. And I got really close to not doing it. I woke up that morning, uh, that Saturday morning, and it became Saturday afternoon because I was goofing off and making some food and stuff like that for myself. And I was just like, okay, okay, I told people I was going on this hike. It is it is kind of a muggy, foggy day and it's whatever. But like I told people I was going on this hike and I need to go on this hike. So I ended up getting in my car, my little beater that I've had since I was graduate of high school back in 2014. And I was like, okay, I'm going on this hike. And here is where I kind of experienced something completely different that I never experienced before on a hike. And that's hiking alone. Like every time I've hiked in the past, it's always been, or the last, you know, the last couple of times I hiked, whereas with groups, right? Like I went with my group of friends. I went with like uh, my smaller group of just guy friends. And then even on Rattlesnake, there's a lot of people there because it's a very popular hike. And I went with one other person. Uh, when I went to Lake Cassius for the second time, it was just, I was just alone. And I remember going up the mountain and I remember, I, I forgot how bad like the first opening part of Lake Cassius is. It is just straight uphill, uh, no stops. And you just have to, you just have to go and you just cannot stop moving your legs. Otherwise you are just going to stop. And then, and then you're just going to be kind of stuck there and you're just like going to be really tempted to go back down super early. You just got to keep on, keep on trucking along. And as I was trucking along, I, I, I remember getting to the to point where, where I saw the meadows, where I stopped originally. I took a little photo because I thought oh, that'll be cute for social media. You know, this is the place where I stopped and this is where I ended. And I remember thinking, okay, well, I mean, like I'm at the meadow place, like I'm like 90% there. Right. 
And it turned out I was maybe roughly at the halfway point and I didn't even realize it. And there's these two intersections where you can go off to to get to the Air Force Beacon at the very top. You can either try to go around the mountain or you can go into the mountain and then basically hike like straight up like three more miles, <laughs> essentially. And because because it's been a while since I've been on this hike, apparently a lot of trees fell down. And so the trail was covered in trees as well. And so... I ended up not realizing that, and I ended up taking the right path to go into the mountain, which was apparently significantly harder. And as I was hiking into the mountain, and I was hiking alongside the streak, this uh, stream, I wasn't hiking up. I was just hiking straight. It was like a nice flat path, but um, but then like you know thoughts start creeping in my head, right? Like I start thinking like I've been I like been walking for like ten minutes, and I was like. I've already been out there for an hour, like getting up the mountain. I was just starting to think like, like, am I lost? Like, am I, am I just completely alone out here? Like what's going on? And I remember, I remember I hadn't seen anybody like at all, uh, going on the way up, like not, not a single person. I like, I saw like cars. I knew people were there, but like, I knew that it, it started really dawning on me that, that I didn't really, <laughs> this sounds stupid, but I didn't really tell people where I was going, right? I told my mom that I was going on a hike. I told my roommate that I was going on a hike, but I didn't really tell them specifically where I was. And so that thought started creeping in my head too. But then I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm out here though. Like, I, I this was a big failure in my life, or at least not like big failure, but this was a failure in my life. I just need to keep going. So I did. And eventually I ran into to this one young couple and they didn't really talk to me or anything like that. This one girl was actually like in like a like really kind of nice clothing. I don't know why. Like I guess she really wanted like a really nice photo of her on top of the mountain. But like I, I like it kind of shocked me when I saw her. I was like, man, if she could do that, if she can take this in that, like I could I could do this. <laughs> like like not to like, you know, shame or anything. Like I was really impressed. And then so I walked past them and then I met up with this uh, older, like not older couple, like they were in their 30s. That's only five years from now for me. Holy cow. But yeah, I met this other couple and they seemed to really know what they're doing. You know, they had the whole gear. They had hats on, uh, you know, like (laughs) hiking hats. I don't know. (laughs) They had the hats on. Uh, They had like they had uh, nice, warm looking clothing. Meanwhile, I was there in like a sweater and (laughs) some some uh, baseball, uh, some basketball shorts. And so, and they were the ones who told me about, and they let me know, like, they let me know, like, hey, like, you still have, like, two or three miles to go, and you're going to have to climb up on some trees if you're going to want to see that point. Like, it's beautiful, but it, it sucks. And they, they were complaining about the fact that on the uh, on the hiking app, it said it was only five miles. When they when they measured it, it said six. And so, I was like, great. <laughs> so, thanks for letting me know. I wish I didn't know, but whatever. And so, I remember that last stretch was maybe the hardest the hardest thing physically I'd done in my life, or at least that's what it felt like in the moment, right? There might've been something else that I've done more physical than that. But at this point, like I'd already hiked for like an hour and I knew that I had like another hour or at least like another 45 minutes of just straight, like straight walking incline hiking. And it really, it really was getting to me. Like as I was going up the mountain, I remember looking back a lot and and even though I never really thought, I thought about going down and just kind of giving up on it. And the things that kind of kept me away from doing that was like these kind of, these two real thoughts that I latched onto. 
the first one was thinking about how far I had already come. Like I've already been out here for an hour. Like if I go back now, then all that work that I've done to get to this point here on this mountain, like it's, it's, it's worth nothing. Like what, like, what am I doing? Right? Like, like I need, I need to continue forward. And then my second thought was, is like, if I come back down, then I'm going to be tempted to come back here again. And I don't know if I can do that again. Like, I don't know if I can, if I come back here with a group of people, like there still would be a part of me that was ashamed. I couldn't, couldn't do it in this moment. Right. And so I was reinforcing my thoughts with that. And, you know, despite the fact that I didn't want to, my legs kind of carried me forward. And I, when I got to the top, I was just so relieved. Like it felt like, it felt like this weight I'd been carrying for like the last three years or so was just completely gone. And I just, I got the real sense of being like, okay, I did it. You know, I conquered my fears. I conquered like my body almost in a weird way. And I am just up here sweating like a pig, like looking at, looking out onto like these beautiful, these beautiful street, seeing like this beautiful fog covering the city. I just felt so good in that moment. And I went out to pull out my uh, DLSR camera and I was ready to take a photo. And uh, apparently I totally forgot to put the memory card in the photo because I put it in for the Rattlesnake Ridge uh, Ridge hike that I did. And then I had to pull off some photos from that. So I didn't use my DLSR even though I hiked with it the entire time. And so instead I pulled out my phone, took a couple of photos and uh, then I made my way back down. And uh, I ended up chafing my like my ankles on the way down because I was wearing I wasn't like wearing like hiking socks I was wearing like these really low cuts and it was like rubbing on the back of my shoe and that that ended up hurting a lot the next couple of days which is kind of weird like uh like my legs ended up hurting too but I just remember specifically like the heel of my feet like hurting a lot and so and so that was it that was that was the moment and I remember thinking that like I get it now like on the way down I was just thinking to myself, like, I get why people hike, like, because there's like billions of people on this world, right? It's roughly 7.2. And like, so many people are never going to really experience what I'd experienced in, in that moment, seeing that view and just feeling that sense of like accomplishment in that moment on that spot. It just kind of felt really unique to me. And I guess in the end here, if I was to try to be like preachy or encouraging or whatever, I would encourage you to seek out those moments, you know, like life is very short and we only have so much time on this planet. And right now I'm in the prime of my life. I'm going you know, it's kind of weird. Like maybe you're not, but I am. And I'm going to try to experience it. You know, like that's the whole reason why I started this podcast is I wanted to try something new and try some, something a little bit more different that that breaks up the monotony of my life. And if you're kind of into something, then just do it, you know, and don't be afraid to fail. And we'll talk a little bit more about that kind of concept of the fear of failure and, and how a certain hobby helped me kind of get over that uh, fear or not over, but definitely helps me with, with that fear of failure because failure ultimately is a good thing, but you got to learn how to kind of manage your expectations with that. Um, anyway, so that's a that's a sneak peek peek into uh, next uh, the next episode. Again, I'll try to maintain this two week every two weeks. I might record pre record that episode because there's nothing really specific uh, in the next two weeks. 
I mean, we could do a Thanksgiving episode, but I don't know. People's thoughts on Thanksgiving keep on going back and forth. So, <laughs> but anyway, I hope that you have a good and wonderful day. And this has been how it's going so far.